No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. If you're a solo agent watching, this applies to you. If you run a team or you're on a team, this really applies to you, right? So basically it covers just about everybody. Cool. The second thing is I use Commissions Inc. And Commissions Inc. is a platform that I just happen to love. I'm not attached to the actual platform itself. You can do what I'm going to show you. Probably in most of the platforms, I don't know how easy or hard it is to do it in a boomtown or a follow-up boss. However, I know that it works in Commissions Inc. and it works really, really well. So I just happen to like this one, but you can use any platform you want as long as it's not Post-it Notes. If you're using Post-it Notes, your system will suck. Other than that, you can probably do what I'm going to tell you. Cool? I got to tell you a true story. I won't tell you who because I don't want to upset Mike uh, Bjorkman's team there, but I was actually at, I'm totally joking, Mike. I love you, brother. I was actually teaching a seminar at Mike Bjorkman's office recently, and one of his gals had Post-it Notes everywhere. I mean, just like everywhere that's her whether her system was post notes and in the middle of this thing i couldn't help myself i literally i looked at her and i said I, and i said mike i said this gal right here that's using post-it notes for a system i said if she doesn't have that cleaned up and isn't using trello instead within a week i want her off your team <laughs> and dude she quit that day i couldn't believe it. literally she walks up to mike after i quit. like i quit i'm out of here <laughs> that's amazing so that, that, by the way, that, that's what my, I keep on my desk. I've got three different colors of post-it notes and I only write them for seconds and then I transfer them to something else. It's more just for jotting quick things. For example, I wrote a note that Michael, you may be getting in the mail. Can you read what this says here? Send Helix and monkey tie, monkey and tie socks. I love it. Man. So I, I jotted that down. We were talking before we go in online. I'm wearing, I put on a tie just for Helixon, because I know Michael always likes to wear a tie and look presentable. However, I am wearing, I can't really show you on camera, I'm not that flexible, but I'm wearing socks with uh, monkeys in business suits with little ties on them. Um, so I, I, he said he wanted a pair, so I'm going I'm to mail him a pair. All right. Uh, so now we got that out of the way. Platform agnostic, really doesn't matter. Team versus solo agent, this applies to everyone. We were chatting about this offline before. The mindset of buy or die, which is something that a lot of trainers talk about. And I know, Michael, this isn't necessarily something you preach, but there's you, hopefully people have heard that term, buy or die. I understand the mentality of buy or die, which means you're just going to keep calling this person who's a potential buyer until they either buy or they die, right? Pretty straightforward. I'm really not a fan of that mentality. I get the idea of it that you want to do diligent follow-up. However, the reason I'm not a fan of it is because it gives you yourself or your agents on your team the wrong mindset, which is... I truly believe that the reason someone generated a lead online, walked into an open house, started talking real estate in a Starbucks, wherever it is, is because they have a genuine interest in doing something real estate related. So we have a duty as real estate professionals to actually try to help them and leave the world a better place than we found it. So the reason that I have this follow-up system, which I'll go over in a minute, exactly how we make sure no lead slips through the cracks, is because I truly believe it's our duty to make sure we get a hold of people so that we can help them with whatever challenges they're facing. And if that challenge is to figure out to buy a house, sell a house, that's what we're supposed to do. That's It's kind of a shift. It's very parallel to buy or die, but it's a little different because you get different results. Does that make sense, guys? Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I know Sunit's a big fan of that, right, Sunit? Sunit, oh. we just talked with Sunit about this just before the, the, the show here today. So, Sunit, I want to, when, when you were, when we talked about this earlier, tell, tell us what your your first reaction was. Because, you, know, you know, you and I are, we're, we're all hard, hard, hardcore boiler room type guys, right? So, so what was your reaction when Jesse said, look, you got to stop with buy or die and you got to change, you got to shift that mentality? Um, it made a lot of sense. That was my reaction. I was kind of taken aback, but then I processed it. And uh, yeah, makes a lot of sense, definitely. Well, and the reason why is you guys, we got to shift from being a salesperson to being a servant. So there's two things you want to be in your client's eyes, and that's a servant and an authority. What you don't want to be is a salesperson. That's the worst thing you can come across as. And when you have that buy or die mentality, like we've had for years, 
that is more of a salesperson's mentality. So Jesse, I love it. Keep going, brother. I don't want to interrupt your flow. No, no, please, please jump in. This is a, this is not a, a training. This is a conversation. I'm happy you guys jump in, ask questions. Let's discuss that three minds are better than one always. So if you get buy or die out of the way, the other one I really like, by the way, or really like to not like, you ever heard of like 14 days of pain or 21 days of pain? That's my, that's my favorite, least favorite trainer that says like, why would you want to create 14 days of pain for your potential clients? That sounds terrible. All you end up doing is creating a mindset where the, all the agent does is try to make contacts. If your goal is to actually set appointments and help people, that's a very different mindset. All right, moving on from that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, right. do you want to dive into the specifics of what the lead follow-up system is? Yeah, I mean, so let's talk about this because, you know, again, you said it's platform agnostic and you also yep. said that it doesn't matter if we have a team or not. It still works for the solo agent or for someone that's got a team. I think that's really important. So specifically, let's talk about the platform agnostic piece. I mean, okay. you know, you know, I want to know if I don't have a platform, let's say I'm a tier one agent. I don't have a platform yet. How is this going to work for me? Right. So if you don't have a platform, you have to have some piece of technology that is your CRM, which is your database. You must have something. I don't care what it is. And when you see what I do in Commissions Inc. with the way we actually create these, we, they call them filters in Commissions Inc. When you see that, you're going to understand why I love Commissions Inc. However, you can figure out a way to with scotch tape and chewing gum. Or is anyone, are you a MacGyver fan? You're a MacGyver fan, right? <laughs> right old MacGyver, not the new one. The new no, one's no, no, the old MacGyver. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. Is there a new MacGyver? I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, was, okay. So, so old MacGyver, old MacGyver, where he could like blow something up with a piece of like duct tape and yeah. uh, chewing gum and a paper, and a paper like. And make a Humvee out of it. Yeah. So <laughs> you can do that using like. Outlook. Outlook must be the worst system for contact management for real estate ever. However, you might be able to cobble together a system of this it, or like on an Excel spreadsheet. It's just going to be a lot harder than if you have the right tools. Right. I believe Commissions Inc. is one of the right tools, but you got to have some sort of tools. Make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, the other thing I'm going to tell you as we go through this, and this is just a little disclaimer, because I'm actually going to show you live my database on the back end. Um, and I'm going to use one of my agents who said, gave me permission. He can use it as an example. I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. As we go through this follow-up system, it's going to seem like, whoa, this is pretty intense. I guarantee there'll be people watching who think this is, this is a serious follow-up. Yeah. My disclaimer is my team is really, really good. Okay. No, no, but, but I'm serious. But, but no, it's, 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 they're really good. And I seem to only attract people and I only take people onto the team who are committed to functioning at a really high level. So with that said, this system does not exist because they are not capable of doing follow-up and being accountable. It exists because they are so amazing and even amazing people can benefit from a little bit of accountability. Make sense? Absolutely. And can I do a quick shameless self-promotion? Absolutely. Go for it. I'm going to lean into the camera. It's my favorite thing to do. Ready? Hold on. If you are in San Diego County and you're interested in being part of my team, please send me a message. I'll have to talk to you after this. All right. Cool. Moving on. I just had to get that out of the way. Okay. Um, so let's, do you have any questions before? I want to go over the Club Wealth lead follow-up mantra. This is like the, what you've taught me. This is probably eight years ago you taught me this, right? But it's huge. And you know, I do want you to share that because here's the thing, whether you have a platform or not, whether you're just using Outlook and which is by the way, as bad as it gets, but you know, but if regardless of what you're doing, even if you're using post-it notes, heaven forbid, or a binder, this is important. Do exactly what Jesse's going to show you right now. All right. So if you can see my screen, this is it. It's literally this simple. This is how follow-up starts. This is, and Michael, I don't know if you got this from another trainer. If you want to give credit, I'm just going to credit you because I, you know, there's like a line of gurus where like you learn from someone who learn from someone who learn from someone. At some point, the, the line of gurus gets lost. I only know this came from you. So I give credit to Club Wealth and you. Um, it's on my screen. If you can see it right here, it's yeah, literally yeah. this simple. Lead comes in. You call three times a day for the first three days. You call three times a week for the next three weeks, and you call three times a month for the next three months. Sunit, you're really good at math. If you call three times a day for the first three days, three times a week for the next three weeks, and three times a month for the next three months, how many times, does, if, we, if they never answer their phone and we never get a hold of them, how many times have we called them in the first like four months then? Can you do that math quickly? Oh my God, no. Uh, okay. It's on the screen now. I'll, I'll help you out. Wait, yeah. It's 27 calls in, in four months. 27 calls in four. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm, not, I'm making him do math. He only does math with lots of zeros after it. Right, Suni? <laughs> All right. I, that's my joke. In real estate, we, I can't do simple math. I can only do it with zero, lots of zeros after it. 
All right. That's right. So 27 calls in four months. Plus, that does not count text messages and emails. That's a whole nother discussion where we can talk about what we do or don't do. The one tip I will give people right now, the very first time you call a lead, you should double dial. Michael, what's a double dial? The double dial is you're going to call them and they're going to, they're not going to answer. You're going to call them right back again. And not only that, I would also suggest you're going to want to double text them in the first 45 minutes. Uh, That's a, that's a really big deal. So you do the double dial and then let's say, and you're also going to immediately send that first text message. And if they don't follow up, you know, if they don't respond to you in the first 45 minutes at that 45 minute mark, Tristan, I credit Tristan Ahamada to this. In fact, I'm going to tag Tristan in this. Uh, Tristan is, uh, in fact, actually, uh, if you could do that, if you could tag him in this for me, uh, Natasha. But uh, what Tristan will do is he'll send a text that just says, let me know. I mean, super simple. Go ahead, Sunit. Talk to us about that. What, Sunit? I love that let me know. Totally took it from Tristan, and it just helps convert via text as you're calling, of course. But yeah, way to go, Tristan, and let me know. Dude, man, I love it, man. Tristan Ahamada, Club Wealth uh, coaching client and LCA Lab Coat agents founder and uh, owner, man. He's killing it. So uh, I, yeah. I never heard I never heard that one. Let me know. So so you literally you send a text. So my first text is always, um, "Hey, got your request about one two three Main Street. Um, you know, do you have any specific questions, or do you want to set up a time to see it?" And then you wait forty five minutes. If there's no response, you just send a text that says, "Let me know." Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Love yeah. it. Good. You're doing fifteen, Sunny. Yeah, let me know with three dots, dot, dot, dot. And love people it. do. Yes, I, yeah. I, love, I love it. I love it. Good. Yep. I, uh, uh, I learned something on this call. We were joking around before that they were going to just ask me questions and learn from me. But there you go. I learned something already. I'm absolutely <laughs> writing that down. We're doing a got to do 15 minute. Let me know. Love it. All right. So that's a whole separate conversation that if we have time at the end, we'll go back to best practices for what to say, how to say it. For now, I'm going to focus on the actual system itself. And then we'll go back to the, the nitty gritty of what to say, how to say it. Cool. Let me do a little real quick. Logistically, you guys, if you guys are following this right now and you want to be able to ask a question, there's two places you can do this. You can go to the Club Wealth uh, Real Estate Coaching page. So it's Michael Hellickson's Club Wealth Real Estate Coaching. That's our page. And I'll be able to see your questions. If you guys are commenting in the Club Wealth Facebook group, then Natasha is going to have to moderate some of those for me and she's going to have to post those over the page so I can see what your comments are. But uh, anyway, just want to make sure that you guys get to be involved in possible because I see we've got a lot of people on a lot in a lot of different places watching this. So go ahead, uh, Jesse. All right. So at this point, I think we should jump into something that I call clear the boards. Is that is that fair? Yes. Okay. So let's just dive into the details. So let me share my screen. This is not a, can you guys see that that type? Okay. For you guys, text is good, right? Yeah, we got it. So this is literally an internal document that I use with my team. I have a different version I made to present to you guys, but I wanted to show you what my agents all have on my team. And I'm going to show you my commission zinc so I can show you what I do in five to 10 minutes before our daily huddle every morning. So I can hold my team accountable. It literally takes me five to 10 minutes. And once a week, we do a 30 minute pipeline call and I can actually go through everything in detail and no lead slips through the cracks ever again. It's amazing. And I didn't create this, by the way, guys, this is kind of, I just, I borrow the best ideas from anyone I ever meet and kind of make them my own. It's one of my skill sets is just to synthesize ideas. So this came from like four or five different people. I put it together and just kind of figured out how to make commissions Inc. do what I wanted it to do. Okay. So clear the boards. I got to give credit to my, uh, my wonderful sales manager, Benson, who came up with this term, clear the boards. You know how, uh, you, your teams develop a culture and you like, you have like a term like in, in, was it boiler room where they go record? It's boiler room where they say record, Reco. right? Okay. Reco. So that's yep. a call night thing. When you book an appointment, you go Reco. Oh, <laughs> we, we missed it. Hold on. Helixon, do that again. We got to put you on this, on the big screen. Do that again. Dude, it's like, you ready for this? Yep. <laughs> wait, 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 come on, Brandon. Brandon, wrong you're, you're, guy. you're there. You're up there. Hey, by the way, FYI, everybody, we're looking. We're currently hiring a producer. So if anybody knows of a good, pretty, uh, a good, show no, producer, you're on the screen, man. You're you're already up there. Reco. <laughs> so, part of our internal culture is Benson came up with this term called clearing the boards. What that means is, in layman's terms, you're doing everything you should be doing 
at all the right times. So every lead that should be called three times a day is being called three times a day. Everyone that should be called three times a week has been called. And I'll show you what that means to clear the boards. It just becomes a fun term. It's just something in our culture that we use. So if you want to take that term and steal it, by all means, if anyone wants this Google Doc, I'll email it to you. Um, Michael, I have a feeling, and Sunit's already raising his hand. Those of you guys who can't see him, I have a feeling that this will probably end up in a Trello card, correct? Yes, absolutely. And when I when you say it'll probably end up there, I'm assuming, and I have a feeling, and I'm hoping that you're going to put it there. And then sure. Yeah. The, and th- those of you, I, if there's that many people watching, I would imagine that some people are. watching are Club Wealth members, and some people are not Club Wealth members. Yeah. When we refer to Trello, it's a system that Michael uses inside the coaching world to basically for us to share the best ideas and what's working with each other. It's this system called Trello. They just pull a card. You can literally learn anything from Trello, and it's probably one of other. Michael, don't take offense. Put on earmuffs for a second. Um, <laughs> it's probably. One one of my favorite parts of being coached by Club Wealth. Like the amount of things I learn from other people just blows my mind on a regular basis. Anyway, all right. Um, so cool. clearing the boards. This is what we're going to do. You, you basically go through each save filter and every day that you work. If you're off, take off. If you work, you work. You're going to go through every save filter and you're going to sort by last call under the last touch column, least recent first. What the heck does that mean? First of all, let me show you what each saved filter is. So I'm going to jump back and forth between my commissions inc and between this document here. So P1. So over here, this is your uh, this is my commissions inc. Those of you who never used it, I'm going to go kind of fast because I don't want to get boiled down in the details of how to actually use sync. But if you have questions about it, let me know. Um, this is the main view when you look at leads. So you can see there's some new leads that came in three hours ago, 15 hours ago, 16 hours ago. The reason there's new leads here is because this is both the pond account and my agent. This is Fraser, by the way. My agent Fraser, it's his, his he gave me permission to use this. He is always clear in the boards. He is awesome. So he has the ability to view the pond and his own leads. With me so far, guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. Over on the left, we got saved filters. So this is how he prospects. Forget about from at the top, forget about these that are highlighted. That's a whole separate uh, issue that um, I don't need to talk about right now. Let me get out of this and reset all and come back. You're gonna, we're going to work on the, uh, the bottom set of filters. So starting here from P1, do you want me to zoom in my screen? I see Sunita. No, we got it. We can see okay. it. Cool. So starting from here, P1, it's P1, P2, through P6 and F1, F2, F3. The difference- What is that? What are the P's and the F's and what what is all this? It is a secret language that you have to uh, go to school for many years to decipher. And at the end of taking a journey to the top of the mountain that you will see this sign that says P is for prospecting, F is for follow-up. Perfect. It's literally that simple. So- what the, the definitions, because you and I, Michael, I know we define follow-up and, and we define those differently. Let me take off my, uh, my screen share for a sec. So we define follow-up and prospecting differently. Follow-up is after you've already had a contact with someone and had a conversation, everything from that point forward is follow-up. Mm-hmm. Before you have made contact with the lead, that is prospecting. That's how I split it up in my world. Okay. It, you do it a little different, but it's the same to the same effect, right? Yeah, I mean, so essentially prospecting for me. So anytime I've got a warm lead that comes in, I like to define it. You know, so if, if I've got any kind of an inbound lead, now it's a follow-up call. Prospecting for me would be calling cold contacts, contacting people that I've never spoken with before, or even uh, somebody that I may have uh, spoken with before, but really I'm, I'm reaching out to them in a cold way. But we'll just call it for now. Um, any, any lead that comes in to me or anybody that I know that I've talked to before, when I call them, it's follow-up. Anybody that I haven't talked to before, that's prospecting. Yep. And, and for the sake of this call, that'll be a lot. I, I love that you're going to speak my language for this call. It's usually the opposite. I got to learn your language, right? All right. So, <laughs> so let's go through what all these are. So P1 is call now. So Fraser has one new lead that came in four hours ago, which would have been nine minus four. So that would have been uh, about 5 a.m. California time. I mean, yeah, he probably could have called it so far if he was really on his game, but like, I can't really fault him. It's only 9.22 a.m., right? Like, I don't know what he's doing or working on this morning. I'm good with that. You want me to fault him? 9.22, man. You should have been <laughs> for an hour and 22 minutes already. What the heck? I, I don't know. Hey, hey he, volu- he volunteered. He volu- I got my eye on you, Bo. He volunteered to let me use his thing, so I don't really want to blast him, right? right? You, you got to praise in public, criticize in private. Oh, anyway. that's right. oh, sorry. I totally take that back. Love you, man. Love you. <laughs> And, and to be quite honest, Fraser, I got to give you one quick statistic on Fraser. So he kills it. I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm going to tell you with numbers how he kills it. So let me take out my screen share. So Commissions Inc. tracks all their users across the country. If we give agents 100 leads, do you guys know the number of how many leads they should make contact with? Not set an appointment, just how many they will actually have a conversation with. Do you guys know that number of what percentage it is across the country? What do you think, Sunit? 
Oh, what is it? Seven percent? Six much higher. So you're just to make contact is much higher. Sixty-six percent is what they say. Uh, That's for contact. It's 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 pretty high. It's not a setting appointment, Sunit. It's just literally like if you're just making contact. It's um, and this includes bad phone numbers, bad emails. Of course, different lead sources are going to have different connection rates. And in the back end of Commission Inc., I can show you later. They're actually redesigning their team leader platform to show you those goals and the metrics you should be trying to hit. It's so cool. I I just got a call with them yesterday. I'm so excited about it. Anyway, so if the goal is 60, if you get 100 leads. And you're going to speak to 66% of those people. That's 66 out of 100. Guess how high Fraser is running for his contact percentage? I would love to know. 90%. Whoa! If I give Fraser 100 leads, he will get a hold of 90 of those people. Okay? Wow. And our definition, let me see if I can get it on the screen here, of uh, what's the definition of a contact? Here we go. Let me put it on my screen share. Hey, so Steve, here, we're going to have you mute your microphone out. We're getting a little bit of feedback from your microphone there. So you might just dial down the volume on your. Okay. Right so on, here, on my screen, guys, I have the definition of a conversation. I'm kind of jumping ahead, but we'll come back to this. We had to literally define a conversation. So when you're going to get this specific and making sure no lead slips through the cracks, everything must be defined. You have to have clear expectations. Your team will ask, was that a contact or not? I don't know. What status should it be in? Because in Commissions Inc., you have two things we're using. You have statuses and you have labels those are the two ways and, and reminders sorry statuses labels and reminders those are the three things we used for this system that are pretty important so a conversation is a two-way dialogue it's right here on the screen i'll highlight it it's a two-way dialogue between you and the client something more than i can't talk now mm-hmm. right if you call a lead and the lead goes hey i'm sorry i'm just in the middle of something i'll call you later click that is not a contact Okay, that stays in our system. Let me jump over here. That stays in our system under attempted contact. See that right there? They don't get to jump to contacted until you actually have a two-way conversation. It doesn't matter if the conversation tanks and they tell you their brother is a realtor and they had a bankruptcy six years ago, they haven't worked in 10 years and they actually don't want to buy a house. That's still a conversation. Brother, why are you talking about me on this call like that? Like seriously, <laughs> what, what just happened there? You just, first you rat Fraser out, now you're ratting me out. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, cool. So let's jump back into now. We got dial, definition of conversation. Let's jump back up here to these filters. So what does it say? Filter P one is brand new leads. P two is call three times a day for the first three days. So what this means is. The three days, if you look over here in my system, it just says call three times a day. And the reason it says that is because yeah. the three time, for the first three days is built into the timing. I don't have to worry about moving anyone through the funnels. It happens automatically. So this guy, Kevin, and guy, I can't block out this contact info. Those of you out there, please don't call these random leads. I don't think anyone out there would really do it, but these, this is live data I'm showing you. So no one call Kevin. That would be pretty silly. Uh, he's got a 714 number. Can I, can I hide that? I can't put my hand on the monitor. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's just, let's just trust that we're all amongst friends here. So, um, geez, I really shouldn't share this much for on recordings. I don't have to figure out a way to block this out later. Can wait, you go wait back go, and, Chung. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, can you put a big black dot over the screen when we do the replay of this? Thanks. Anyway, all right. So we got Kevin here. And uh, Kevin came in two days ago, so he is in the call three times a day. He was last called 16 hours ago, right? If there is a big, long list of people here, I would go up to sort, and I would go to last call. Actually, let me go to the next one. It's probably going to be better. So call three times a week. So up here, see, here's a bunch of people that are in his call three times a week. These are people he's never made contact with, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to move fast up and down the screen so you guys can't actually read the information. (laughs) It's a blur. I've blurred it out by moving the mouse. All right, I'm going to go up to the top where it says sort by last call. And then I'm going to sort by least recent first. Michael, any guess why I want to do that? The least recent first? Yeah. Because if you don't, then you're always calling the most recent leads and there's going to be people that get stuck in the background that never get called. Correct. So if someone is supposed to be called three times a week for the first three weeks, what is the longest time frame they should possibly go without getting a phone call if they're getting a call three times a week? Day and a half. Yep. Two days top. So I look under the last touch column. This is why I love sync guys. I I have not found another platform that does it this well. The longest lead was called 13 days ago, but it has a black label, which is how we say, which means it has a bad phone number. So 
technically in our system, Fraser still should be calling a bad phone number because we have a differentiation. It might become a good number at some point, but if it truly is a bad number, like someone answered the phone and said, I'm not Darshana, I am Michael, and I am not who you think I am. Well, then, yeah, don't keep calling that person 27 times and driving them nuts. Right? I'm often confused for Darshana, though. Right. It happens all the time. <laughs> so anyway, all the ones at the top notice, by the way, all have black labels. So I've given them discretion that, look, if you're really busy – you don't have to call a bad phone number 27 times. It's kind of a waste of time. However, we have many, many stories where a lead beep, beep, beeped, didn't go through, was a weird number, and suddenly it turned back on again. Someone paid their phone bill. Someone came back to the country. Suddenly, it's a good lead, right? And that does happen. It does. So if I jump past the black labels, which I can clearly see, I'll stop moving my screen so fast. See these black labels? That's our label for buyer lost. So I will show you guys the labels in a separate section so you can see. If we're not working them, the other one here then was called three days ago. So he's a little long and Patrick are pretty close. All 14 of the other ones were called within a day. He is totally up to date on those. Next one, I'll skip call active. I'm going to go down here to call three times a month. He's only got three of them and I don't even need to sort them because he called all three of these 22 hours ago. If you're only calling them three times a month, that's once a week. And he called these guys 22 hours ago. Make sense? Sunit, are you getting as a team leader how I can just glance down these really quickly and make sure that my agents are calling everyone they're supposed to be calling when they're supposed to call? Absolutely. Love all those filters and all the different uh, sections that we can play with. Absolutely. All right, cool. Love it. Perfect. So, so once you get these filters set up, there's a couple that Commissions Inc. builds in themselves. This one's called Call Active. This is anybody who is registered on the site. I believe it's in the last 180 days, so six months, who has logged into my Commissions Inc. site in the last 30 days. So even if they would have dropped off my 27, you know, my four months of follow up, and they're just floating around in cyberspace, if they log in and they're actively using my Commissions Inc. search site, which is why I think this search engine is so cool it's going to give my agents a reminder to give that person a call. That person has, in effect, that person has raised their hand and said, hey, I'm logging into your site. Why don't you use this? So we have friends who are part of Club Wealth that pay for Commissions, Inc., do lead generation through Commissions, Inc. However, they run all of their leads through Follow Up Boss. Mm -hmm. If you are a starting out agent, Follow Up Boss is an amazing platform. It is. It's cheap. It's cost effective. It's, I shouldn't say cheap. I mean, it is cheap, but it's like it's cost. Wow. The value for dollar is amazing. It's right. a great, it's a great platform, but it does not have an integrated IDX search site and a and a user interface for the clients. Nor does it do lead generation. So I have friends that use Commissions Inc. and dump leads in the follow up boss, mm -hmm. and they're blowing it. You're missing out on half the benefit of Commissions Inc. It's it's crazy to me, right? Like Commissions Inc. incubates these leads, and even if you drop the ball on follow up it still warms them back up for you. I don't work for Commissions Inc., guys. Those of you watching, by the way, thinking, who is this dude? I don't own it. I don't work for it. I wish I owned it. They just sold you know, recently for a lot of money. I would love to have owned it. But uh, <laughs> I just think it's it's one of the coolest pieces of technology I have used in the last 15 years for real estate. Well, and let's, uh, by the way, for those of you that are thinking, hey, I don't have Commissions Inc. yet. I'd love to have it. Make sure when you talk to them, say, hey, look, I was on a Club Wealth TV show. I saw, I learned about Commissions Inc. and some ways that we're using it for follow-up. Again, you guys can do this in other platforms too, like, you know, whether it's uh, Boomtown or some of the other ones. We just happen to prefer Commissions Inc. because it is a very robust back-end system. From a technology standpoint, they have more to offer than any of the other platforms out there right now. Um, that being said, uh, also let them know that, you know, because we have certain campaigns that are club wealth campaigns and you have to, if you're going to sign up for, for Commissions Inc., you got to sign up for, for it through Club Wealth to get those campaigns. Now, we have a question from Chris, okay. um, Jesse, that I want to make sure that we get a chance to answer. Um, and that is, uh, oh, thank you for posting that link. There's a link right in, your, in the comments here on the Club Wealth, uh, Michael Hilkson's Club Wealth Real Estate Coaching page that if you want to get a link to uh, uh, to the uh, the platform and get, uh, get the Club Wealth discount and all that. But anyway, Jesse, the question is, um, are you customizing, and I think we know the answer, but, the, but the, are you customizing those P's? And, and so a lot of people didn't realize you could customize what those P's are. Oh, heck yeah. So I have had many discussions with, with Commissions Inc. And guys, as much as I love them and I just gush about how cool they are as a software platform, has anyone ever owned a Swiss Army knife that's like this thick? Okay, not like the little yeah. ones with like two blades. I'm talking about the ones that do this. 
Commission Zinc right. is like one of those Swiss Army knives that you will never learn the entire platform or use every feature they've thrown in there. Don't even worry about it. If right. you're the type of person that right. can't stand to underutilize something and you have to learn every feature, please do me a favor and don't get Commission Zinc because you will go nuts. Like yeah. it's use it for what you use it for and just ignore the rest. If you ever get to all of it, tell me because there's too much to use. I use the stuff I like for my team for accountability, lead generation. So do I customize these filters? Heck yeah. These are not the out-of-the-box commissions and filters. I talked to them yesterday and I did make a recommendation. I'm part of their broker advisory council for the... Um, I talked my way into that, by the way. Anything I use, I like to get really deep into, if you've noticed. So anyway, I talked my way into their broker advisory council for the new broker launch pad. And uh, I gave them a suggestion, which is, let's make these filters that I use cut and paste between users' platforms. So any Club Wealth member that says, I want to have exactly what Jesse has, you'll just set it up. They don't have a good way. I don't want to put pressure on them, but but because I think some of them might be watching, but they don't have a good way to copy it right now. So anyone who wants to set up, I can walk you through, or better, I'll do an actual screen share video of how to tell your assistant how to like set the filters up. It's really straightforward. It'll take you like, I don't know, 15 minutes to do it. And then if you give your team the ability to view the pond, I'm going to put the screen share back on. Yep. If you give your team the ability to view the pond, that's why I have two sets of filters. The way it's currently set up, the top set includes pond leads and the bottom set only includes my agents leads. That's why I have two sets of filters. So, so time out. Let's talk about that. So what is the pond? Uh, explain this. Maybe Sunit, you, you're using the pond in a pretty uh, unique way too, aren't you? Aren't you doing the 30 people or max or what are you doing? That's so, right. I'm doing it a little different than Jesse is all attempted uh, contacts stay in the pond. So any agent um, with pond access can call them, whether it's three times a day or whether it's every day. Um, and once they have you know a meaningful conversation and decide they want to work with that person, they can bring them into their personal contacted pipeline. But all attempted stay in the pond. Can, can I can I even go one step before that and define what the pond is? The pond Please. the pond is the communal account that all leads come into. That is what the pond is like it's a reservoir for holding all leads. So that's the way Sunit's team runs is unless you make contact it stays in the pond. Right Sunit? So my team's a little different and this is again healthy debate. Sunit's not right or wrong. Sunit's team, if you have a team who is highly active and really dedicated to calling and being like really up on their game. The way Sunit does it is awesome. And I'm not saying my team doesn't, but I'm going to tell you guys a quick story, which will illustrate why I do it a little differently. Okay. And you, you guys can't see Sunit's screen, but he is smiling and laughing by the way, as I say this. So, all right, <laughs> this is a story. And I learned this in psych class in college. Um, those of you who didn't go to college, just the internet, it, it replaces college these days. That's a whole separate conversation. Anyway, <laughs> Google this story. They teach it in Psych 101. It's called Diffusion of Responsibility. So there was a woman in a park. It's kind of a sad story, so I apologize in advance, but it'll illustrate a point. There was a woman in a park in New York City in the 70s who was hanging out in the park and ended up unfortunately being attacked. She was brutally attacked and I believe stabbed in this park. Now, this is that's not that uncommon for New York in the 70s. It was a scary place. Like it, I feel terrible for this woman, obviously, but the, the whole point of the story is there were buildings on every side of this park, okay? There were people watching her get stabbed. There was, I think they did witness accounts. There was something to like 35 people, 25 or 35 people watch this account. Out of those 35 people, Sunita or Michael, take a guess, how many people called the cops? Zero. Zero. And that is the diffusion of responsibility. They all said in interviews to the cops later, oh, I just assumed someone else would call. That's that is crazy. why I don't do the same system Sunita. So if your team is like really on their game, then by all means, like it works. I have friends like Sunita is crushing it. Sunita does a great job with it. So really, Sunita, this is not me blasting you. This is like, there's no right or wrong way to slice this. I just find that if I put them all into a big communal pot, everyone assumes someone else is going to do it. And no one and nothing happened on my team. Make sense, guys? Well, yeah. and you know, go ahead, Sneet. I mean, so in my case, uh, it results in people getting an adequate amount of calls in, right? I had an agent on my team yesterday calling the pawn leads. She made almost six hundred calls on the sync dialer yesterday. Wow. wow. Whoa. In one day? 
One day, dude. Freaking rock star, dude. That's awesome. Six, that is awesome. Hey, by the way, next time one of you agents watching this wants to give me a hard time because you got to put me on the big screen here. Yeah, next time, next time one of you guys wants to give me a hard time. What what happened here? How's you're this? on the big screen. You're you're on the big screen, man. Okay, all right, okay, okay. But here's the thing. Next time one of these guys wants to give me a hard time about Michael, I'm, I I just I can only make 25 calls a day because it's hard and I've got other things I have to do. I'm going to have you call Sunit's guy and he's going to tell you how he makes 600 calls. A day. So, so can I can I give a quick tip a quick tip by the way? I, we only got like 20 minutes so I make sure we get through the rest of the actual system the nitty-gritty details, but if you're if you are a team leader or you yourself prospect I get the idea that you can make 600 calls a day, and some people can make that jump. You can go from 20 to 60. What I found is baby steps are usually the best way to just get people doing something. So like, that's why we started with make 20 calls, right? And then once all my team was making 20 calls, I'm like, all right, that's actually really, really weak. Let's make more contacts. Let's set X amount of appointments. So you continuously move the goals up, but you got to start somewhere. If I sat down and told someone, you're going to make four hours of dials and make 600 dials and make a hundred contacts. Like you ever seen those cartoons where it's like, right. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. You got to start somewhere. So, so yes, I agree, Michael, you can be the one who cracks the whip, but with my team, it's like, let's start here and we'll baby step it to here. <laughs> so here's what I want to know. So Sunit, uh, I want to know on those 600 and actually this question comes from Bonnie Sterling and Bonnie, thank you for being engaged and, uh, and asking questions on here. Appreciate it. Love your mug. So how, how many appointments did he set on those 600 calls? So, um, you know, this, this morning I still need to look at sync and get all the data. Uh, she called me and I believe she had four solid appointments just from yesterday. Um, I the contact ratio, you know, I haven't looked at sync this morning. I was preparing for this, but I can't. But here's the thing: that's all right. I'll, here's because from my standpoint, what I'm really excited about is, I don't, regardless of how many calls it took her to do it, she got four appointments yesterday. She said, "Look, no matter what, I'm going in. I'm going to set some freaking appointments." And she came out with four appointments, and dude, that's money. Good for her. Jesse, back to you, man. Four, four appointments is awesome. All right, I'm, I got. I'm back on the screen share. I'm diving back into the system to make sure we get through the details, and then we'll keep chatting about whatever comes up. So. These are the filters, P1. I told you about the P1 through 4 already. And I'll share again this Google Doc that explains them. I have right here. This is what each save filter is. So it literally has it all written out. You can read it later. You can, If anyone wants to capture a screenshot, whatever it is, here's what all the filters are, right? So back in my system, there's a, another Commissions Inc. specific filter called Change Search. These are people that we haven't set a custom search for yet, but we want to make sure they might be getting kind of junko stuff. Sometimes they, they have like 2,000 properties that match their criteria. That means it's sending property alerts from useless homes that don't match their search. You take five minutes. If we haven't gotten a hold of them, we put it back. Again, don't forget, guys, all of these P1 through P2 filters these are people we have never made contact. Notice the status says attempted contact. These are all in people we've never gotten a hold of. Cool? And again, as a reminder, the reason they are either a P1, P2, or P3 is because they are in that call three times a day, call three times a day. Yeah, exactly. Right. So let me show you here. There's uh, what can happen. All right. So now we're going to jump to the follow-up filters. This is, again, where we had to define this. So what happens if they don't answer the phone? I literally, everything in my mind, guys, everything in my mind is a system. Like, if you want to get a little snapshot into the brain of Jesse, my mind works in cascading trees, where things are just decision trees, like a computer flowchart. I don't know why my brain works that way. It just does. If your brain does not work that way, that's okay. Just do what I do and know that it works, and don't worry about the reasoning behind it. I'm explaining the reasoning because some of you like to know why it ticks, right? Okay. Amen. So what happens if they don't, let me put my screen share back on. All right. So starting at the top, you pick up the phone. What happens if they don't answer? If no answer, you double dial the first call, but this only counts as one dial attempt for the day. Those of you keeping score by hand on a club wealth tally sheet, you don't get to dial, count that as two dials. If you want to, you can, but like it ends up making 20 calls you could make in like three minutes. If no one answers the phone, you double dial, you've done, right? Anyway, that's why I don't count as two dial attempts. All right. When to leave a message or send a text. So this week, we're not going to, we're going to kind of gloss over because that's different for realtor.com and Zillow Google leads. If we have time at the end, we'll come back to that. How about this? What happens if they pick up the phone? What is a conversation? We already went over that. This is really important. I'm going to make the uh, 
I'm going to make the font size huge for a minute because I want to make sure this is what I beat into the heads of everyone in any of my meetings over and over again. There's only three results from every phone conversation. This is where the system breaks down. If people don't learn this and don't follow this and don't do it in Commission Sync, your system falls apart. But I put checks and balances in place to make sure they have to do one of these things. Ready? So number one, appointment set. Okay, easy. You get someone on the phone, you set an appointment. Number two, they're dead. That does not mean that they literally died in the conversation of having a phone call with you. Okay, guys, please. I hope that no one is is literally you're saying such terrible things that they have a heart attack. This just means they're not going to be working with you, right? They have a realtor. They are a realtor. I have a whole list of my buyer lost dead labels. Number three, and this is the one where most agents drop the ball, is follow-up. And what that looks like is where you're setting a reminder in Commission Sync. So let me show you all these here in Commission Sync. So if they're dead, here's all my labels, guys. Don't be scared. It's really not that intimidating. I can get you a copy of this also. At the top, we have all of our dead It's got to go on the Trello card for sure. It will. So the black label at the top, black label buyer lost, is anyone that's dead. If I talk to someone, here's all the possible ways someone could be dead to me. They have a realtor. They already no, but Now you're Shark Tank Kevin. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead you're dead to me anyway but they're really not dead to me i just like we're not we don't believe in stealing other people's clients if they have a realtor and they're 100 percent committed to that realtor good for them i'm glad Absolutely. that they're getting their needs met right but yes yeah. they are dead to me if you want to be shark tank <laughs> anyway um you can see this list bad credit by the way i've toyed with taking this one out of dead because bad credit isn't actually dead it goes into an incubation with my lender i have two amazing lenders that I work with that are my partners that um, actually are, are partners in Commission Inc. with me, and they'll take bad credit leads and they'll incubate them and they'll bring them back when they're good. All so, right, so anyway. I want to jump on that real quick, Jesse, because okay. we actually have a national relationships where we're that we're working out right now. We've got clients uh, successfully using this company. They're a credit repair company. And literally, when you refer people to them, there's a cost. The client has to pay a cost. Um, and you will get paid for having referred people to this company. And they'll clean up the people's credit. They've literally got thousands of five-star reviews. It's awesome. We're going to unveil that here in a couple of weeks. But uh, I just want to give you guys a heads up. It's coming. And it's an additional revenue stream for you guys. I know. Seriously, huh, Jesse? That's good stuff, right? Yes, I, I'm. I'm holding up my my whiteboard sign on the screen for the for you. That's a, yes, that is absolutely awesome. I'm. Please send me that info because I I don't have a I don't have anyone specifically. My lender just has someone on staff that kind of ad hoc helps out with credit repair. But I, I love this. Cool. Yeah, it's huge. All right, so we got the black labels. Now the other thing we have then is appointment set. That's pretty straightforward. Whatever system you're using has a way to set appointments in Commissions Inc. There's just a little tab here. You set an appointment, and if you change the status to appointment set, guess what happens? You drop off of any of my saved filters. These filters only allow statuses prior to appointment set. If your appointment set, you're not in here, right? So. Now, the third option, this is where things get fun, follow-up. Set a reminder in Commission Inc. All you do, you go to reminder. This person has a bunch of reminders. You can see all these times Fraser is called and move this person, right? Move this lead around. So there you go. We've got, uh, he has a reminder set for tomorrow, January 18th, 8.30 a.m. Oh, today at 8.30 a.m. So it's probably just a, not even time specific. I bet this is just a daily reminder. But here's all the people that, he has nine people he's supposed to call today. Now, the question you should be asking Sunit is, Holy smokes, what happens if they forget to set a reminder? This is where no lead gets left behind, guys. This is, if I can tell you the, the, like, the best thing I learned because I just put this into my system a couple months ago, I tried to beat into everyone's head like round peg into a square hole, set a reminder, set a reminder. It didn't yeah. work. So now we have a simple check, which is over here on the screen share. I'll go back and show you this filter. It's called reminder set, question mark. And guess what? Fraser has reminders set with everyone he needs to. What's the, what do you need to show up? If someone shows up in this category, it means they are someone who is contacted, does not have a buyer loss label, so they're not dead, and does not have an appointment set. Anyone who has neither of those categories needs a reminder, and if, they ha if he hasn't set a reminder, they're going to pop up in this category. Any questions on that? Does that make sense to you guys? 
Dude, this is huge. I hope you guys are paying attention to this because this right here, this is the gold. This is absolutely the biggest gold nugget of the whole thing. Is if you have that, if, if, if because this is where people get lost because agents don't remember to set that next follow up date. I don't care if you're using Top Producer, Commission Zinc, Boomtown, doesn't matter what CRM you're using. The most important thing you can do on each call is make sure you put you dispose of that lead in terms of you know you're going to either label it as a, a you know a follow up or it's got an appointment or or you're going to set a next follow up date and people forget that all the time. So what Jesse is saying is look. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a category for people that don't have a next follow-up date. And when they don't have a next follow-up date, I'm gonna make sure that every morning I'm looking at those ones that don't and I'm gonna talk to my agents and make sure, okay guys, why does this person not have a next follow-up date? And should they be disposed of as a, a dead lead? Or did we set an appointment? Or do we just need to plug in the next follow-up date? Jesse, freaking genius, man. Huge. Thank you. And, and this is where, by the way, I will pat myself on the back because Whatever system you're using, if you call that company and ask them, hey, how do I make sure that everyone who either doesn't have an appointment and isn't dead to me has a follow-up date set? If you call any of your companies, even if their system can do it, I guarantee they probably will not be able to tell you how. And I'm not going to not commission sync. Like I said, I love the people there. Literally, they are some of the nicest, hardest working people I've ever dealt with. However, I called multiple times asking how to do this. And no one could tell me how to do it because no one had thought through why we want to do this. But as a team leader, I knew this was important because I kept having problems with my agents, not problems, but like I kept banging my head. I was like, dude, I just found this random lead. What happened to it? Why did you not have a follow-up? He's like, oh, we totally missed it. So I figured out how to set this up in Commission Zinc with the filters. So Jesse, I want to touch on that real quick because this is also a team leadership issue too. What I mean by that is oftentimes we we get frustrated because our team drops the ball on something. What we need to understand is over 90%, I would venture to guess that it's probably 95% of the time. The problem is not a people issue. The problem is a systems issue. And when we solve systems issues... We have fewer people issues, which which leads to not only greater profitability for the team as a whole, but in particular, it leads to greater retention of the rock stars on our team. Because let me tell you, if you're constantly doing this with the people on your team and you're constantly getting in, in their face because they're forgetting something or something's not happening or whatever, they get frustrated. They feel like a failure or whatever. For, for whatever reason, it creates negativity. They bump off your team and now you got to go recruit. And let me tell you. That's a, a huge colossal waste of time and resources. It's it's Michael, you are so spot on. It is it's something that I didn't even realize because so I call all of my agents on the team. I call them my partners, just so you guys know. I couldn't do what I do without them. And I hope the feeling is mutual. I, I really don't look at them like they work for me. They're my little like minions. Like they are my partners. They are very hardworking, intelligent, high performing salespeople, without a doubt. So when I was bumping heads, I did take the responsibility as a team leader to say this is me. I think there's something wrong with our, like, that's how I figured this out. I knew it wasn't them because frankly, if they had forgotten to check the box to set a reminder, that's because the system was too complicated. I had asked them to do something and it wasn't hard to check a box. It's because they're busy. Think about salespeople, guys. They want to sell houses and talk to people. They're not systems people. Some of them are, but in general, you don't get into sales because you like spreadsheets and databases. I'm sorry, you just don't. You gravitate to sales because you like people and you want to help people. So right. that's why I took the responsibility. You're so spot on, Michael. It's a it was a systems issue. It's, and walk us back through because we got you're right. It is a systems issue. Walk us back through because a couple of people are asking um, how it gets applied. How that how that no follow up date set is is applied so that people make sure they don't aren't dropping those leads. Yep. So if you are using Commissions Inc. The way you set up this filter, I'll, let me show you. Let me reset all. I'll just, I'll create the filter right now. You can see so, your screen. What was that? Oh, share my screen. Here's Sorry. Here. Thank you. You don't want to watch me create it. You want to watch my screen. Exactly. You're, you don't want to watch my face. Mom. You don't want to watch my face in deep concentration. All right. So <laughs> I have to remember exactly how I set this. So first, because my, they see the pond, I have to go to assigned agent and I'm going to do set Fraser only. Right. So now I've got Fraser as my assigned agent. If you guys don't see the pond, you can skip that part of it. So now I've got only Fraser's leads. He's got 181 leads. Good job, Fraser. All right. Um, next, I'm going to do, um, let's see here. I want to do labels and I want to exclude. So Commissions Inc. allows me to exclude. This is the little check marks. Anyone who is not, I'm getting rid of all the dead people. Make sense, guys? <laughs> nice. Bring out your dead 
No, it's the opposite. It's the opposite of Monty Python. Don't bring out your dead. Clear out your dead. All right, so now the dead people are gone. I've gone from 181. If you look up here at the top of my screen, I'm down to 82. Now I want to go to pipelines. So I only want to do people who are in the contacted status because if their appointment's set, they don't show up. Now I got 60 people, right? So now I want to go and I do, I got to remember how I did this. I believe it is, let's see, next reminder, next reminder date. So I go next reminder date and I set this to, uh, let's see here. And type is any, and I want to set this to, oh, you guys are, let's see, not set. There you go. Apply. And it should go to zero. There we go. Um, how about the danger needs task saved filter? We have that, and uh, I'm pretty sure it does the same thing. I don't know what that is. I, so tell me about it. Uh, it's a filter that my awesome CSA set up a couple months ago, Danger Needs Task, and it's uh, everybody without a reminder, too. Perfect. So if I would have talked to your CSA, they probably would have saved me uh, a few phone calls to Commissions Inc. trying to figure this out. But there you go. <laughs> Same thing. So but there's like, there's no right or wrong way to do this. There's like three ways to do everything in Commissions Inc. So you're probably doing for task. It's probably call, text, or email, or probably call, email, or to do. Mine is only about a reminder call. I, I do it separately because I want to make sure we set a call task. If they're emailing someone properties, that's not follow up. That's that's a that's a homework assignment. That's like a that's an admin function. Sure. What other questions? By the way, Rachel Cope, uh, uh, if you go back through uh, and watch the earlier part of the webinar, Sunit and Jesse explain what the pond is, but essentially it's it's unassigned leads. They're not yet assigned to one of their, their agents. Yep. Let me see if there's anything else really important to go over here to make sure before we run out of time. Uh, let's see here. The other thing, too, that we love is setting the labels that automatically do the reminder. That's awesome, right? So tell explain me, that. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So we have tasks associated with 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 a label. We have uh, nurture and watch. Nurture needs follow up in two weeks. Watch needs follow up in a month. My buddy Aaron Mitchell on my team figured this out. We uh, put that label on there and automatic reminder set. It is sweet. Yes. Yes. Totally stealing that. I knew I'd learn something from you, Sunit, on this call. Set up labels it. to trigger reminders. Boom in two weeks and one month. That is awesome because that's the most common timeline, by the way, is two weeks and one month. You're going to set follow-up. Um, oh, one note on follow-up, guys. When you're at the end of the call and you don't book an appointment and they're not dead, I want you to say, hey, is it okay if I follow up with you down the road? And the most likely answer, as long as you haven't been a total jerk to them, is they're going to say yes. As soon as they say yes, your next question should be, when's a good time to follow up? And if they don't understand your question, they're going to say, I don't know, maybe like six o'clock, I'm done with work. And you're like, no, 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 no. I don't mean like time of day. I mean, how long in the future? Like next week, next month, next year, you tell me. And allow, get permission to follow up, then allow them to tell you when is the appropriate time. And then here's the secret, cut that in half. Okay. That's it. That's how you want to make sure no leads left behind, whatever. And if they tell you a year from now, don't just cut it in half, shrink it even shorter because you can never be in the wrong for following up too much. You use Michael Hellickson's patented line. This one I'm pretty sure comes from you. You say, do you want me to say it, Michael? You want to say it? Yeah. And, and by the way, yes, I, and I, I will completely take full credit for this one, but yes, go ahead. I, this is my favorite follow-up line ever. I love it's it. It's my you favorite follow-up line. Time. Yeah. I say it all the time. So you go, Hey, I just want to make sure I'm not dropping them all on my end. Blah, 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 blah. It gives yeah. you permission to do just about anything. You might have called yesterday and you forgot yeah. you called and you don't have notes and commissions. Like, oh, God, dude, we got four minutes. Sorry, I got a couple of really important things I got to tell you. Um, we can go, we, hey, Jesse, if you have time, we can go a few minutes over. We can't go a lot over, but we can go a couple okay. of minutes. I, I do have time, but I can get these things in real quick. I did take notes. All I almost right. forgot. But hey, let me, let me, before you do the other things, I just want you guys to know, you got to start using that line. When you say to somebody, I just want to make sure I'm not dropping the ball on my end, you change from being a salesperson to being a servant. Like most people are calling up, hey, are you ready to buy yet? That's very salesy. That's very in your face. We don't want that. When you say, I just want to make sure I'm dropping, not dropping the ball on my end, more often than not, their response is going to be, oh, no, no, it's not you. It's me. It's like that girl in high school, right, Sunit? <laughs> I'm going to do a shameless self-promotion plug for you, Michael, right now. Um, okay. If you like that sort of sales technique stuff, there's actually an event coming up in Vegas um, called Listing Agent Bootcamp. Oh, look at that. He's totally prepared. <laughs> it, is, it is March, I believe. Um, it was it was close to sold out, but then you, you got 
so here's have the, a few more have, people in, right? Yeah, we actually did sell it out, but we we had the the, the AV guys redesign the seating, so we're actually going to be able to get in. We've got nine seats left essentially today. Wow! Um, and so what? And and what we're trying to do? We don't know if it's going to happen or not. We've been really working with the hotel to try and get another thirty five seats, but. I don't know that they're going to give it to us, but I know I've got nine seats today. That's what we got left. Right. And if you want to sign up for that, go, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, what was your, where's the link to sign up? If people want the to sign link up. to sign up. And maybe uh, uh, Natasha, if you could put that in the comments here, it's uh, clubwealth.com forward slash listing agent bootcamp. Uh, again, it's clubwealth.com forward slash listing agent bootcamp. So there we go. It's in there. We're going to yep. pin that to the top. And, and, I know Michael obviously wants people to come because it's his event. However, I have no vested interest other than I want smart, successful people there so I can learn from them. Literally, I'm going to this listing agent boot camp so I can be a sponge. However, I will be teaching. If you like the sales technique aspects we've kind of been dropping in here, I am teaching uh, a session there called List Every House Every Time. It's deceptively simple sales techniques for sellers. So that's why I'm doing a little shameless self-promotion, but really... I don't make any money off the event. I just want good people to be there because that's what I love about Club Wealth is smart people connecting. And hey, that makes two of us. I'm not making any money on the event either. So <laughs> we're totally oh, that's hilarious. We're spending money to make it happen, but it is what it is. That's hilarious. All right. So, All right, so keep going, Jesse. You got some other great stuff. Let's drop it on us. I do. All right. So this is truly important, guys. If you're going to use this yourself or you're going to have a team, Put this on a sign, put it on a wall. I'm going to write it right here. I got to, let me see if I can write this real quickly because this used to be on a handwritten sign on my wall. I make every agent write this and stick it on their wall. I'm going to write it real quick. It's, I'll say it out loud. If it's not in sync, and by the way, guys, if you don't use sync, whatever database you have, plug it in. If it's not in sync, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Does that make sense? It's Absolutely. so important. And I'll explain what that means. I just want to show you my sign. This is how terrible my handwriting is. My sign literally used to look like that, like chicken scratch, like up on the wall. And it was so unofficial, but I just jotted it and, and stuck it up on the wall. Dude, I got I to share this. Dude, if, if, if a guy that has handwriting like that can make a million dollars in 2016 in gross commission income, then let me tell you something, you can too. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna make me blush. Now you're gonna make me blush. Oh, anyway, that's uh, awesome. I, I probably I probably should have been a, been a doctor. Anyway, so <laughs> the two two important things about if it's not in sync, it doesn't exist. Number one, it means everything I just showed you about clearing the boards. If you don't click the steps, if you don't, if every time you make a phone call, there's only two ways to make a phone call. You make it from the Commissions Inc. app, and it'll immediately log that a phone call happened. Or I can go back to the screen share. I'm not even going to bother. I just got to talk to you. You make a call note. If you guys don't know how to make a call note, look at the Commissions Inc. help videos. It's super straightforward. But that's when we look at the last touch and last call. That's how you know it happened. It has to be in Commissions Inc. And guess what, guys? If my team goes, no, no, I totally called that person yesterday. You know what I say? I know what Helixson would say. Mine's a little different. Helixson, what would you say? Oh, hit it. Let's hear yours. Go okay, for so, it. So mine is, you know what? I actually really believe you called the person. I really, and I truly do. I believe the benefit of the doubt. We do so many things in a day. You probably called and forgot to make a note. However, is there any chance that out of the hundred leads you're working, you confused Mary Margaret with Mary Smith? Is that possible? I guess it could be possible. If yeah. you didn't put a note in, it didn't happen. Guess what? You're calling them again. And you're yeah. going to use the line. This is what made reminded me of this. Hey, I just want to make sure I'm not dropping the ball on my end. I don't have notes. And then you're just going to go into the script. Or you're going to say, did we talk yesterday? If you don't want to sound like an idiot, right? But you literally need to make that call again and log it in Commission Sync. Unless you are 100% positive, it did not happen. Number two, anyone you meet ever goes into Commission Sync. That's how no lead left behind. That's right. Cool? Absolutely. I 100% agree. Okay. Other things that are really important, if you are running a team, you need to have a training period where people get to learn this new system. Do not be totally hard-nosed right off the bat. You will frustrate people and piss them off. This is a this is a new skill set. It takes a minimum of three weeks to learn a new skill or a new habit. I actually went longer than three weeks, okay? Because I wanted to make sure people understood this, but I had a one-on-one -on -one conversation, again, praise in public, criticize in private. I have one-on-one -on -one conversations with each member of my team for 30 minutes once a week. I sat down with them and I said, do you now understand, thumbs up or thumbs down, how to clear the boards? Do you know what that means? Do you understand everything? Any questions? And if they had questions, as long as they were working on diligently learning it, they can learn as long as they want. I mean, at some point, I'll cut them off realistically, but like, I don't care if it takes months. If you're still trying to learn the system, go for it. But when you learn it and you give me thumbs up from that day forward, 
100% accountability. What that means is if you have not called a lead three times in a day, guess what? That leads go into the pond. Okay. You have not called a lead three times a week. That leads go into the pond. And it's not a punitive thing. It's not a penalty. My right. team actually loves this. You could ask them. Like I, some of them might be on. I think some are probably listening if they want to put I know in Vince comments. is listening. He's been commenting. Okay, cool. So, so my team loves this because it takes the guilt away. If you have a list of leads that you feel like you should be calling and you know you're dropping the ball, it weighs on your mind and your conscience and you just are too busy. So if you can't make it to your new calls, it's not a penalty. We just know you're busy whether it's busy with work, busy with life, whatever, you can always get the leads back out of the pond. So you can't take the lead out of the pond unless you actually set an appointment. That is the one thing. So if the lead goes to the pond, the only way it's coming out to you is if you set an appointment. Okay. And the other thing is I have two ISAs that work my pond. So you give it to the pond, the ISA might book that appointment. They may give the appointment back to you or they may give it to someone else. There's no guarantees. However, if it's in your area and you're a good fit, they're probably going to give it back to you anyway. So it's really everyone's working together as a team. Nothing's falling through the cracks. So I don't care if my agents have two leads assigned to them or 180. As long as they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, that's all that matters. And their volume is going to fluctuate up and down given what's going on in their life. Make sense? Yep. Absolutely. And yeah, and I'm really glad you bring that up because so often, I mean, team leaders, a lot of team leaders, not all of them, but a lot of team leaders tend to be high D on the disc personality profile. And our, our kind of way of dealing things is like, look, just give me the executive summary and we're going to go, 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 go. We're going to get it done, get it done, get it done. I'm a results oriented guy. And we forget that we work with human beings and, and we want to have human beings in our life for a long time. So we got to treat them with respect. We got to treat them with love. We got to understand that everybody's just another squirrel trying to get a nut, right? Like all of us are just out there working hard, trying to make things happen. Let's give a little respect to those folks and understand that, look, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to help you be as successful as I possibly can. The only time you really want to get down on somebody is, and and I don't even mean that, you probably don't ever really want to get down on them, but the only time you're really going to have that real serious heart to heart with them is if they are clearly showing no signs of improvement and they're clearly showing that they are uh, that they don't have the desire or the intention to really go in and be a part a full and complete part of the team. Go ahead, Jesse. There's two things that as a team leader, if you're recruiting or if you're a solo agent, you're just looking inside yourself. Is this the right fit for me in this career? There's two things that I look for in team members. One, internal motivation. I cannot train motivation. I cannot create it for you. I can help guide you there. But if you don't have some sort of burning fire inside you, there's not much you can do. Number two is charisma and charm. I can make you a little more likable and teach you stuff, but if you're not a likable person, it's just really hard. So that you got to figure out yourself if you want to be likable. Just, But if you're friendly and you listen to people, your personality might be different than someone else's, but everyone can be likable. You just got to figure out what you like in other people and focus on that. All right. I got one quick thing, Michael, before we, uh, I don't know, before we wrap it, I don't want to go too long. This is again, shameless self-promotion, but also it's an offer to help. If there are any Commissions Inc. users out there that want me to give them any more guidance, I'm going to make the Trello card, I'll record videos, whatever I can if I do it in a group format. But if you want to reach out to me and ask me questions, I'm very available. Uh, if someone wants to put my my uh, info on there, put my email out, um, I don't, is it a good idea for me to put my cell phone out there? I'm, I mean, Absolutely, do it. Natasha, if you can put that stuff out there, put my cell phone, put my email, really, I'm fine with it. The one thing I will tell you, I'm a little slower at responding to emails these days. I'm much faster with text messages. However, if you put in the subject line, referral for San Diego County, I will definitely <laughs> respond to that a lot faster. Just just a quick tip if you want to get it, but and you really have a referral and then ask your question with it. So don't just tease me, but okay. Anyway. I love it. I love it. All One right. of the things I was going to mention, Jesse, on that um, is we're going to go ahead and Jesse's going to uh, going to update the Trello card for this. So for those of you that are coaching clients with Club Wealth, um, we're going to make sure that not only do you get the Trello card for this, I know Vincent was asking for it. Uh, so Vincent, give it about a week and then ask your coach for it. Um, but we'll put all this in the Trello card. And I'll make sure that, uh, and Jesse, if you could just do this when you update it, I'll send you the sync card. You can just update the one we've got and then we'll upload it so that everybody's got it. Um, but we'll have to make sure all Jesse's contact info is in there as well. So uh, good stuff. Keep going. I think that was that was really it. The other, I, I looked at my little highlights. Oh, I have one more quick tip. You want, to, want one last sync quick tip? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear your last tip. All right, this is just a very minor thing, but some people don't know this exists. So if you are a Commission Inc. user, um, let me pull up a lead. Let me go back to reset all. So something that my team didn't know forever. If you got a lead open here, see this little green check mark next to the phone number? If you call someone and it's a bad phone number, if you click that check mark, it turns to a X. 
And if you click it again, it turns to a question mark. And you click it again, it turns back to a green check mark. Why do you want to do that? If you turn it to a X, it actually will force this person, next time they log into the Commissions Inc. system, it will force them to re-enter another phone number because it knows that the phone number they have is not valid. I just saw Sunit's eyes go wide. You didn't know that, did you, Sunit? I did not. Yep. Qu quick tip. So guys, Dude, that's it's freaking really, ninja right there. Seriously, that is ninja yeah, freaking cool so, right so, there. So that plus, if you go to the Commissions Inc. Uh, email library, there's a, a drip campaign for bad phone number. So I created a label called bad phone number. And I'm not going to trigger this now because it'll immediately start the drip campaign on this poor person. But it will start this drip campaign, which it's like six emails and a couple text messages. It's not a lot. Actually, that no, can't be text because it's phone number. It's just trying to get them to engage and give us a phone number. It's two quick tips, and it's why I love Sync because just little things like that. I'm yeah. a details guy. Every single detail has been thought out in this platform. It blows my mind. Dude, that little thing right there is sick, though. I mean, think about this. I, I mean, essentially what you're saying is, look, you know, if I've got a bad phone number from somebody, they need to be honest with me about their phone number if they want access to my platform that gives them access to all the listings and all the stuff. So guess what? I'm going to make it so when they go and log in next time, it's going to say, hey, hey, dude, you gave me a bad phone number. Not, not in that kind of a way. It's going to say it in a very nice way, but it's like, brother, give me a good phone number. Let's, let's, let's be real with each other. Let's actually develop a relationship that's give and take instead of just take, take, take. So I love it. I think it's great. Cool. That's all I got. This is fun. I could, as you know, I could keep talking about this for hours. Like Sunit and I have a little mastermind. We talk about commissions Inc. and go deep on that. So we can geek out for days, but if anyone's got questions before we wrap or anything else we want to do, I want to be respectful of people's time. Um, I'm with you. So Sunit, it's you, dude. What do you got? What, what, what do you want to add? What do you want to ask? I mean, it's just great to see other people be successful in the same kind of, um, arena you know sync and internet leads and follow-up but totally different systems right um yeah it's totally different jesse i just love what you're doing over there man so keep it up and i'm probably gonna call you in a couple hours and pick your brain a little more bro <laughs> I'll, I'll i'm giving sunit a digital hug guys i can't it was that was so much love i love that I'm giving digital hugs sunit there you go Right on. All right. Well, everybody, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for all of your comments and questions. I see we got a lot. And just and I, I see we got them in a lot of different spots. We're working on this. We're going to get used to this with, with Club Wealth TV. Uh, and so uh, what I'd like you to do, if you have topics that you would like us to cover, and it doesn't have to be technology related. It can be anything about real estate or sales and for that matter. So any topics you want us to cover, type it into your comments box right now so that we can go in and Natasha can take a look at them and we'll make sure we get those those topics on our calendar. Uh, also, if you have speakers that you would like us to include or, or people, uh, industry experts, thought leaders, if you'd like us to have a particular person as a guest on Club Wealth TV, tag them in the comments and guess what? We'll invite them to be a guest on Club Wealth TV and we'll pick their brains on whatever it is you want us to pick their brains on. Uh, and so that being said, don't forget Listing Agent Bootcamp in Las Vegas. It's going to be off the charts. Get one of those last nine seats that are available and um, and make sure that you join us next week. Same time, same bat channel right here on uh, whatever platform you're on, whether it's uh, Facebook or yeah, there you go. Facebook or Google Hangouts or uh, YouTube Live. And we'll be back next week with another Club Wealth TV episode. Thank you, everybody. And remember, you are world class. <laughs>